Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Joining y'all, Aaron Lewis from Steen to open today's show. I know not everybody loves Aaron's politics, but the guy can sing. There's no question about that. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Hmm. You know, this used to be uh, when July 1st was the opening day of free agency in the National Hockey League, a crazy day, June 30th. We're pushed back, obviously. Next week is the NHL draft. We'll tell you that Tyler Wright, the Oilers Director of Amateur Scouting, will join us on Monday's edition of the Oilers Now as we head into the Canada Day uh, weekend here in our country and then into free agency. But I'm going to tell you this right now. The next 15 days, I think, are going to be really intriguing for the Edmonton Oilers, for the makeup of the team, and frankly, for the long-term direction of the organization as well. Oilers now for Digitex by Alicia, your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Bob Stoffer out of the home office. Got a couple interesting little things to comment on in the first half hour or so of the show. Uh, We'll get some thoughts from Brian Lawton, former general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the man who started Octagon's player agency. Uh, and then at 12.35, from NHL Hockey on Rogers, Sportsnet color analyst, former Edmonton Oilers player Louis DeBrusque, at 1.05 today from ESPN and the NHL Network, Kevin Weeks. And then we're going to dig into some analytics, Wood Guy, Darcy McLeod will join us today at 1.35. Uh, I can tell you that over the years, Darcy and myself haven't agreed on everything. That's part of the beauty of the situation. You want people to have differing views at times in order to maybe develop some different perspectives and those sort of things. Now, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Saddle up from some great country at the River Cree with Tanya Tucker on July 14th. Gordon Lightfoot on October the 27th. Get your tickets now at theriverkreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text 
line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. Bob Stoffer and Derek Scott today. Uh, Brendan Escott contributing to the show as well. You can reach us at Oilers now. Uh, you can reach me, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan Escott at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. A couple different things to hit on for today's top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling at 1210 in Edmonton. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Mark Spector putting up via Twitter about an hour ago some Oiler news. Director of Pro Scouting Archie Henderson is retiring. Uh, Specter saying in the tweet, Henderson came from Detroit with Ken Holland under his watch. This is according to Mark Specter. Uh, Edmonton's pro scouting improved vastly. At age 65, Henderson's large profile and crushing handshake will be missed league-wide. Yeah, Archie's a, a, a nice guy and uh, was at this for a long time. Of course, uh, was a legendary WHL enforcer. Uh, back in the day, and anytime you sit there and evaluate the work of pro scouts, you got to factor in, you know, what did the head coach want at that time? What sort of input did the general manager take or not take in terms of making a decision? And, um, you know, I can tell you right now that when Pete Shirelli made the trade for Ryan Spooner, this preceded Archie Henderson was working for Detroit uh, in a support uh, pro scouting role at that time. Uh, but when that trade came down the path, uh, the Ryan Spooner for Ryan Strom trade, there were multiple people in the orders organization that did not think it was a good idea. And Shirelli went ahead and made the trade. Uh, when the two trades happened back to back, uh, for the Oilers, uh, Ken Hitchcock came aboard uh, right after Todd McClellan was fired, which, well, Todd McClellan was fired a couple days after the Ryan Strom for Ryan Spooner trade. Ken Hitchcock came aboard, and the Oilers suffered some injuries in defense. I remember we were in a game in Colorado, and Clefbaum and Russell got hurt in the same game, and then Matt Benning got in a fight, and suddenly the Oilers were down a bunch of bodies on the back end and looking like they're going to be down a couple defensemen. Edmonton made a couple pretty quick trades uh, towards the end of December uh, to go get Alex Petrovich and Brandon Manning. And I know that in the Manning trade, there was some pushback. Again, but Pete Shirelli's the general manager. That is his prerogative. So, you know, anytime you're assessing the body of work of a pro scouting department, it's it's important to uh, realize and recognize that we don't know just how much input input was factored in uh, to those sort of decision-making uh, processes. So that's, you know, case in point, uh, the... New regime came in, the new regime led by Ken Holland. We all know the story now. Archie Henderson and Tyler Wright were hired shortly after from Detroit Red Wings organization. Uh, Tyler was put in a position of head amateur scout, even though a strong argument could be made that Keith Gretzky was heading that up, had done a terrific job in the 17 and 18 drafts. All you need to do is just compare Edmonton's drafts uh, with Detroit's drafts in those years. And you can make a solid argument that, you know, Keith did a real good 2017. The Oilers got in the first round Yamamoto and the third round Skinner. 
And in 2018, Edmonton got uh, Bouchard in the first round and McLeod in the second round. Those four players are going to be important players for the Edmonton Oilers carrying forward. That's on the amateur side. So Archie Henderson came in on the pro side, and the Oilers uh, wanted to add add something uh, to the team during the course of the 1920 season in uh, late February, closing in on the NHL trade deadline. And the decision was made to step up and give two second-round draft po- picks for Andreas Athanasiu. We ended up getting a pandemic. The cap stayed flat at 81.5, and Athanasiu played about 13 games for Edmonton, uh, battled through an injury. And there are some people that believe that Dave Tippett was a guy that had targeted Andreas Athanasiu, and others would say if you just looked at the analytics, there is no way you would have made that trade for two second-round picks. But you don't know, in fairness to the pro guys, you never know how much input comes with the respective pro scout with uh, the general manager. And at the end of the day, the GM signs off on all the deals. It's just like when we're assessing the body of work for Pete Chiarelli, we can sit there and say, well, the Griffin Reinhardt trade, or, you know, what about Hall for Larson? Well, for many of you, for Hall for Larson, based on yesterday's show, you're split. Some of you think the orders got hosed, and others of you say, well, wait a sec here. Larson was actually a pretty good shutdown defenseman and was an okay trade for Edmonton. But many of you would look at the Reinhardt trade as a bad trade, and I think that's obviously a given. Um, and Spooner for Strom, and say, well, that's, you know, those are. Uh, stains on Pete Chiarelli's time as the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers. You might be able to contrast that with the contract for Leon Dreisaitl, eight years, eight and a half million. Bottom line, it worked out. It did. It worked out for Edmonton. So it's all about perspective. I want to wish uh, Archie the best of luck in his future endeavors. And uh, with a retirement like this, uh, again, Mark Spector reporting it, out of it comes opportunity. And um, I know that Mark uh, mentioned uh, Brad Holland. We've mentioned Brad Holland before. I will go on the record right now, and I've repeatedly stated this. In the 14 seasons of which I've worked for the Oilers Entertainment Group or before that, Rexall Sports, I would suggest to you that Brad's probably been the most progressive guy in hockey ops that I've met. Uh, There were some other competent guys. Scott Hausen was a, a very competent guy. There's no question about it. Kevin Lowe, and I know some of you have your feelings on Kevin, but of all of the former players that I have met along the way, Kevin might have been most open to divergent thought processes on how to achieve success. He never looked down at a guy because the guy wasn't good enough to have played in the National Hockey League. And it spoke, and that's part of the reason why Kevin has as many friends as he does here in the city, because he treats people really well and he wasn't of the belief, well, I played hockey at a high level and you weren't good enough to, so what the hell do you know? Kevin was a guy that was open-minded to different perspectives on things. And um, Brad Holland, I, I think, it, it, you know, I can tell you right now, I know for a fact he had an opportunity to uh, grab a, a job with another organization here. Uh, it would not surprise me that we're going to find out sometime over the course of this weekend or maybe early next week that Brad will uh, continue with the Oilers organization. He was in pro scouting. Uh, Edmonton needs to build out some things uh, to continue to press forward and you know improve uh, the on-ice product by perhaps incorporating some changes with what they do off ice as well. And so I'll, I'll be, and I, and I do think that Brad's got some perspectives that are a little bit different that might be right up the alley 
of many of our listeners. Uh, so just in the conversations I've had with them, definitely a supporter of analytics, definitely a supporter of uh, video. And he's also not a guy who sits there and says, we have no cap space. We can't do anything like, you know, come up with some solutions and creativity. So we'll see what transpires. But I know for a fact that there were opportunities elsewhere, which Mark Spector reported in the piece uh, that he wrote on Archie. Again, best of luck to Archie Henderson. Last night, think, uh, speaking uh, of uh, thinking outside the box, uh, and we talked about this when we first heard about it, a lot of people were stunned. A number of weeks ago, the St. John Sea Dogs, they won their final 15 regular season games. And then they went into the Quebec League playoffs and they lost in five games in the opening round and fired Gore Dwyer. And then they turned around and hired Gardner McDougall out of the University of New Brunswick V-Reds. You've heard him on various Stauffer platforms over the years. He's a seven-time national champion at UNB. He's turned that Atlantic school into an absolute powerhouse. They are the primary nemesis of Alberta across the country. They're the two schools that played in multiple national championship games. Uh, They beat the Golden Bears in 2019 in a game in which... Uh, Luke Phillip broke his ankle eight minutes into the game, and Zach Sachenko had probably his toughest start as a Golden Bear, 4-2 loss. Albert ended up out shooting UNB in the end. Uh, both Phillip and Sachenko ended up getting NHL contracts uh, beyond that. But Gardner's done a great job for a number of years. Everybody knew he could coach in at the university sports level. And now everybody across country knows the guy's a pretty good coach. And they shouldn't be surprised. St. John had an excellent team. Lots of offense. They were completely healthy for the Memorial Cup, while the other three Memorial Cup, uh, you know, uh, candidates were all respective champions of their league, going through four rounds of the playoffs. Edmonton, as an example, lost Dylan Gunther, a guy who scored 58 goals in 75 games. Like nobody else lost a player that good. And it sounds like an excuse, but you all know the impact if it's your team that it's an, it, you know ends up hurting. So uh, St. John was the best team from the start to the finish of that tournament. He had 21 days of practice with a completely healthy team. They played like the UNB Reds, uh, you know, a 2-1-2-4 check. And at the end of the day, the only team to beat them in the entire tournament was the Edmonton Oil Kings in overtime. And, and that's saying something. Uh, and just circling back to the Oil Kings, you go to a Memorial Cup and your best player is Jackson Weep who's your seventh best forward during the regular season, that perhaps just illustrates some of the challenges that some of your key guys... It comes with the territory. You have a lengthy playoff run, you're going to lose bodies. And that ultimately undermined not just the Oil Kings, but also the Hamilton Bulldogs, who were run by former winner Steve Stales, who himself is a name that is going to be out there for future management opportunities at the next level. When we come back, we're going to get into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. And we're going to hear from Brian Lawton talking a bit about Connor McDavid. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage 
all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Leon Settle, and then we'll go to NHL Today. You're listening to Oilers Now. Bob Stopper joining you, and it's 1221 in Edmonton. I'm going to tell you right now, I know that Ken Holland mentioned it as end-of-the-year availability, June 30th uh, date for both uh, Mike Smith and Duncan Keith. I can tell you that things are pretty much locked down. Uh, they're wrapping up pro meetings, and you have to envision that those conversations are taking place today. I have no update for you at this time on Mike Smith or on Duncan Keith. All I will say is over the next 15 to 17 days, I expect the Edmonton owners to be creative and open to finding ways to create more cap flexibility. All right, uh, let's do this. Let's go into our Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Proud to offer on-site seamstress services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. Brian Lawton, the former general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning, he started Octagon's player agency. He predicted that the Oilers were a, a dark horse Stanley Cup contender this year. At the start of the season, he stuck with it during some challenging times that saw his friend, uh, Dave Tippett, ultimately be fired. And Brian Lott says Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl have proven they're ready to win. It's out the window. Now Now it feels like the, the sky is the limit for Edmonton. It's really unlimited, their yeah. potential. They still have a lot of work to do to get it where they want to be, but I do think that lickety-split through these playoffs, everybody is viewing Edmonton differently. Do I feel good about that? Yeah, I took a lot of grief because I picked Edmonton to potentially be a wild card to make it to the finals. And people said, what are you talking about, Brian? There's so many deficiencies with that team. And I just said, I'm sorry, that's how I feel. I think that when you have two elite players like they do, we've seen what Tampa's been able to build off of that. And I could see Edmonton busting through. A lot of people were shocked that they made it to the Final Four. I wasn't. I thought that's where they should be, to be honest with you. That is Brian Lawton. And speaking of Brian Lawton, Daniel in Blackfalls has said, Bob, after hearing Mr. Lawton many times in your show, would the Oilers benefit from hiring him? Just a thought. Uh, I don't know if Brian's... Uh, well, Brian said yesterday he hasn't had any conversation with the Oilers for months in that role. I think Brian has a desire to get back into it. Um, I mean, this is a guy that's been an NHL general manager. This is a guy that's ran one of the largest agencies out there. Octagon's now top three agency in the National Hockey League. He started it, okay? We just saw Ken Hughes get hired away from Cortex and Pete McTavish, Peter McTavish, leave the Ottawa Senators and go to Cortex, which, by the way, is the agency that represents Raphael Lavoie. To NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise and specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com at 1226 in Edmonton. All right, the Ottawa Senators today announced Ryan Bonus as their assistant general manager, and they promoted Trent Mann. Now, I'm going to tell you that it would not surprise me if multiple people were in the mix in that Ottawa job. And, and the reality of the situation is the Senators at this time don't have an owner. They have a family that owns the team that may sell with the recent passing of Eugene Melnick. They don't have a downtown building. Uh, they do have some real good young players. Pierre Dorian's been on this show a lot. Pierre's a fine talent evaluator. I expect the Ottawa Senators, that's right, the Ottawa Senators 
to be a very proactive team via the trade and free agency market, just like I expect Edmonton to be a very proactive team. Could the teams be partners? Possibly. Could see Connor uh, Brown get moved out of Ottawa. Could see Ottawa spending big money in the seven to eight million dollar range on a free agent. We'll continue to monitor that. So that's uh, one of the stories we already mentioned. The fact that the uh, Western Hockey League uh, did not win the Memorial Cup again. The Kamloops Blazers host it next year. Logan Stankoven is a second round draft choice of uh, the Dallas Stars who, by the way, Tom Gillardi also owns on top of the Dallas Stars, the Kamloops Blazers, Kamloops to host the the Memorial Cup next year. That will be an interesting storyline. Of course, the big blockbuster trade that came down yesterday, the LA Kings getting Kevin Fiala and then signing him to an eight-year deal at $7.75 million. And uh, they gave up a mid-range first-round draft choice and a deep prospect, a defensive defenseman, Brock Faber, out of the University of Minnesota. Reading the comments today from Michael Russo, who's an excellent plugged-in writer uh, for The Athletic, he just said, you know, Garen didn't even screw around. He's like, we're not going to be able to sign this guy. We're not going to be able to nibble on the edges to, to make something work here. So we've moved on from Kevin Fiala. And if you don't think, taking a look at that price point, 7.75M, if you don't think that Dan Milstein, who represents Evander Kane, didn't smile a bit when he saw that contract come, come on, man. If you're listening to this show on a daily basis, you're smart enough to know absolutely that's how agents see things. Keep that in mind. 1228 in Edmonton, we will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. I, I just want to mention one more thing. Uh, Dave Campbell has just mentioned right now, via Twitter about 20 minutes ago that the Eskimos have placed James Wilder Jr. won a national championship at Florida State on the six-game injured list. He's out with a shoulder injury. That is Edmonton's starting running back. They'll be in a tough challenge tomorrow against Hamilton uh, in CFL action. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell and back with Louis DeBrusque. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.